0: It's more than this, I did it my Not in a shy way. Oh no, oh no, not me. I did it my
1: Everyone, it's Aisha here from God of Hope you're having a lovely day. That was Frank Sinatra with my way. An amazing song. Often the Lord gives me Frank Sinatra. And it's his way of uh, communicating with me, his peace and joy, I find. Really like Frank Sinatra. He often does do you want to dance songs as well. Hmm. Today is the 24th of June, 2023. And from the song, I hope you've gathered that we're very near the end. I think the Lord keeps showing me. We're at the end of the end. And uh, the Lord wants you to do it His way, everything. So this is really important that we get it right. And we, we continue to seek to please the Lord. It's not about showing people or doing work for God or trying to save the earth or the people for God. It isn't. you know. I think this is where people go wrong. I think this is really about your relationship with God to make sure you are ready because no one else can do it for you. After all, this is why Jesus came here and died on the cross so that we can have a one-to-one relationship with the Creator of the whole world And He loves you so much, there is so so much love in the Lord for you, that you cannot receive this love from anything or anybody or any animal, only God. And for me, I think this is very incredible. I've only found this out myself the hard way, through seeking help from people in difficult times, only to discover that people were not there for me. It tells us in the end days, that your brothers and your sisters and your mothers and your fathers and your children will turn against you, and that each tribe, each person, mother, father, will be on their own in these times with only the Lord. I mean, after all, how would you know you can only trust God if you hadn't found out the hard way? You know, if all your friends and family are always there for you, how would you ever test God out? Uh, and find out that you can trust God and the miracles he can perform. That's why I think I've um, I've had some very big trials and uh, I found out the hard way. <laughs> That's what I found. I pray you're all having an amazing day. You know, it's such a beautiful day today. Uh, just now, there was a really big cloud that came over the land and over the sea and it reminded me of how the Lord says he comes in a cloud in the final days. And it also reminds me of the um, Solomon's temple, where the Lord appeared as a cloud of smoke in Solomon's temple. When uh, the Lord appeared to Moses in the burning bush, he appeared by fire. So he appears by fire by night and as a cloud by day. So this, I think, reflects the way things will happen. Mm-hmm. In the times of Moses, when the Lord appeared to us all, the people were frightened of God. And so they, they didn't want to see God. So they did everything through Moses. And, and I think, in a way, that's where we went wrong because we weren't able to have this one-to-one relationship and we had to go through all the Levi priests and so Merorites and the Gergeshites and all that. So um, this made it difficult because we had to sacrifice animals and it was only the priests who could do things and all that. But by Jesus coming here and dying on the cross, we don't have to rely on any third parties now. As long as you believe that Jesus is the Son of God and that He is alive in you, that He comes alive in you through the death and the resurrection on the cross and shedding His blood, that He did that for you, if you believe it and that you are a sinner, because we are all born sinners into the world, and because of what happened with Adam and Eve. So, hmm, it's one of the things I've found. I found as well with a lot of people and um, they they really want to know God and they want a relationship with God but they don't read the Bible and so then they come up with their own version of what they think and they listen to people and they get led astray with different thinking of funny alien races and stuff like this yes okay i just want to tell you it's either black or white. Yeah, it's either truth or lies. There's only one God. And it doesn't matter whether you believe in God. It doesn't stop God from existing. And what's even more important is that aliens are actually demons. They're the fallen angels, children that were giants. When they were killed in the flood, they became the demons and they wear body suits, so they look like little alieny things, okay? So it's important you know this. It's all to do with AI, artificial intelligence. You see, either it's intelligence, real intelligence, as in is real, or it's not. Yeah, it's either black or white. There's no in-between, no sitting on the fence, no hypocrites allowed, no double-mindedness. It's either black or white. You're either with me or against me. If you're against me or against my Father who sent me, it's so simple. Um, If there's no unity, then there's no Christ. And it all is through love. Um, And we have to repent of our sins. And we have to forgive those that have hurt us. Because God gives us a new heart. We can't get a new heart if we're dragging around pain. We are very near the end. This is about our journey with God, one to one. Not anyone else, no one else can do it for you. We haven't got long to be ready. Now when he says be ready, he means be read, be read, read. Be a reader of the Bible, the gospel, the go spell. Go spell, because God is the word. Be ready, read why. So treat it as if you're going to have an exam. You see, If this God has the power to give you eternal life and love you like no one else can love you, it surely comes naturally that you want to know everything about this God, surely that you can find out. You know the thing about God is He's righteous and kind and full of love and mercy and grace He understands because Jesus came here and physically lived here. He knows what it's all about. He knows all the struggles. He said, fear not, I've overcome the world. And it's through Jesus that we are set free from the chains of death, darkness, and sin, and death, and Satan, because we were in bondage to Satan. That's why we had to do these sacrifices. Now we don't have to do it, if you believe it. You see, Jesus is our daily bread, be read, because uh, he is the word. And he is also our daily bread and daily sacrifice, a daily atonement for our sins. This doesn't give you a license to sin, but you have to be reborn in Christ to follow Christ. <sighs> There's so much I've just put in there that wasn't even on my notes, but... I assume God wants me to talk about it. Hmm. You know, I want you to know nothing else matters. Absolutely nothing else matters but your relationship with God because his judgments are on the world now. The Div- big division's happening. You're starting to really see it. People who believe in God and people who don't believe in God. It's so very interesting it is. I think it's fun. But also I found that this world is just like a stage. Most of these people on the TV, you know, they're called actors, aren't they? The Book of Acts, Acts. It's, you know, why is Book of Acts called Acts? <sighs> so, and Thessalonians, is it because they're alone? These Alonians? So anyway, Mm -hmm. I just pray you all having an amazing day. On the Sabbath day, may the Lord bless you, put joy in your heart, peace. May chase all the demonic away. I think a lot of us are under attack. Okay, I do think this is happening because these are the final days. This is make or break you. Uh, we are in the refining fire, <laughs> like uh, clay, because we are the clay, and God is the potter. And you have to put the uh, pot in the fire, in the kiln, to make it strong. Before this, it wouldn't be strong, and uh, you wouldn't be able to use it. it. Just It would break really easily. But we need to be rock solid, because Jesus is our rock. And we're standing on the rock because we have firm foundations in Christ, who is the truth, the life and the light and our salvation. And he leads us to eternal life. And obviously he is the word, so he is the author and the authority. And that means... Sorry, I'm getting some water. (laughs) that it's all according to the will, which is also written. What the Lord showed me is that he's the penis, as in the pen is, and the woman is the sheet, as in the sheath of paper. So the word of God has to be thought and then it has to be written. And for some reason, that seemed to be represented by the letter T. (laughs) And then he and the, he. So interesting it is. You got the S or she. Um, all of it's in the words. It really is amazing. Word together is together. Um, I did actually write down loads of notes about words. Um, and, uh, but I've lost most of that. But I believe uh, that, you know, if it's meant to, uh, come back to me, it'll come back to me. It's in my head anyway. The Lord will renew it to me. First thing I want to read to you today is, Everything in life must be my way, says the Lord. In Isaiah 55, Come, all of you are thirsty. Come to the waters, and you have no money. Come and buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without cost. Why spend money on what is not bread, and your labor on what does not satisfy. Listen, listen to me, and eat what is good, and your soul will delight in the riches of fare. Give ear and come to me, hear me, that your soul may live. I will make an everlasting covenant with you. My faithful love promised to David. See, I have made him a witness to the peoples, a leader and commander of the people. Surely, You will summon nations you know not, and nations that do not know you will hasten to you because of the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, for He has endowed you with splendor. Seek the Lord while He may be found. Call on Him while He is near. Let the wicked forsake His way and the evil man His thoughts. Let Him turn to the Lord and he will have mercy on him. And to our God, for he will freely pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so it is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent. You will go out in joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and hills will burst into song before you, and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Instead of the thorn bush, will grow the pine tree. And instead of the briars, the myrtle will grow. This will be for the Lord's renown, for an everlasting sign, which will not be destroyed. Hmm. Ah, It's beautiful, isn't it? Hmm. My next heading is uh, Knowing Your Authority. In Luke 10, colon 19, Jesus, Jesus tells us, Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. I want you to repeat this with me, because you must understand the authority that you stand in when you are alive in the Word and the Spirit in Jesus who is alive, I am. In Luke 10, 19, it says, Jesus told us, Behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Really mean it, stand in it, believe it, because if you are alive in Christ, you have authority to cast out demons, uh, darkness, Death, everything that is from the enemy is not of God. Therefore, it does it cannot be part of us. Yes, because there is no yoking of wickedness with truth. Yes, it cannot happen. That's what Jesus says anyway. Hmm. Standing in the truth and lies are not real. There's only one truth and the truth will set us free. This is Jesus Christ the living Word that comes to life inside us through His Holy Spirit that has descended like a cloud in the body of Christ that now stands across the world as Jesus is our head priest. May we all raise our hands and give glory to Jesus Christ who saved us from death and died on the cross for all of us. He rescued us from sin, death and darkness and the devil. Praise the Lord. My next heading is Sodom and Gomorrah. Ten people. <laughs> Very interesting, I think. So, in the story of Sodom and Gomorrah, there was this gentleman called Abraham. who is called the father of all the nations. And his name was Abram first and his wife was Sarah. And uh, anyway, hmm, the Lord liked Abraham. He saw that he was righteous, so he blessed Abraham. And uh, Abraham had a nephew called Lot, and in the early stages, Lot and Abraham divided because they were all together as a group of people and Lot and his wife decided that they wanted, there wasn't enough land and uh, so Abraham said, well, draw a line, you take whatever you want, which side you want and whatever. And so Lot chose his side and he ended up in Sodom and Gomorrah with his wife and children. And uh, But the people of Sodom were very evil and they were into sodomy okay and this it's all about raping children having sex with children males having sex with males and men dressing up as women and all those sort of evil things yes okay so this was what happened and the lord saw it was wicked so we decided to destroy sodom and gomorrah and the angels who had appeared to abraham because he was about a hundred and Sarah was about ninety-five, and they wanted children, and the Lord had promised them as many descendants as the sand, so and the stars. So, um, when the angels had appeared to say that Sarah next year would be having a child, Sarah had laughed, and uh, anyway, they'd prepared some food for the angels, and the angels had told them about what they were going to do to Sodom and Gomorrah with Lot there. And, uh, and Abraham had already done quite a few rescue missions with his nephew there. But I don't want to tell you the whole story because it'll just take up forever. But anyway. <laughs> so Abraham was really upset when he learned that Sodom and Gomorrah was about to be destroyed. And he was given the chance to warn his nephew and Lot also hated what was happening in Sodom and Gomorrah. And so Abraham begged the Lord, if there were 50 good people, would he save Sodom and Gomorrah? And the Lord agreed. And then actually Abraham got more confident and said, if there are just 10 good people, righteous people in Sodom and Gomorrah, will you save Sodom and Gomorrah? And the Lord agreed. Uh, But there were not 10 good people in Sodom and Gomorrah, so the Lord destroyed it. And we're told this is what we're to expect in the final days. Hmm. So God punished the evil cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. He burned those cities until there was nothing left but ashes. He made those cities an example to show what will happen to those who are against God. But God saved Lot from those cities. Lot, a good man, was troubled because of the sinful behavior of the evil people. Lot was a good man, but he lived with evil people every day. His good heart was hurt by the evil things that he saw and heard. In 2 Peter 2, 6-8 it tells me, Peter uses Lot and Sodom and Gomorrah as an example of how God is able to discern good people living among the bad people. But still, living among evil causes much pain and sorrow. Uh, So, and the International Children's Bible translation of Lot's good heart was heard by the evil things that he saw and heard in 2 Peter 2 colon 8. My next heading is Baal and Priestesses, the transgenders. The end. So okay, I want to explain words a little bit so you get an understanding of what I've been shown. When uh, Enoch, who was seen by the Lord as his friend, was translated to heaven, it's because he spoke God's language. That's why he was translated. So the word trans is about time and moving beyond time, space, matter into a different divine realm. But it's also a change in time and a movement of time from one place to another, from one stage of an age to a new age, um, from one platform of God's behavior to another platform of God's behavior. It's like a change. So it's called trans. And the G stands for the, um, the Gregori, who are the fallen angels who, um, led many of the children of God away. Uh, one third of the angels left heaven and they fell out with God. Satan wants to be like God and one third of the angels left heaven as well. And they mated with humans, and they had giant children. And the children of these angels with humans became the giants. And when the flood came, they became the demons. So I don't know if this helps you just to know that, okay? Uh, so one of the things we notice is after we had not followed God, we're told about the trans-Euphrates. So that's also about a transfiguration and a trans- formation of time, uh, going from peace, happiness, blessings of the Lord, to punishments of the Lord. So we've got transgenders. The trans, as I say, is a change. And then the G stands for the Gregorian calendar. And also G for the Masons, as they have on their Masonic logos. And then Enders. So we're at the end. So the people who go down, the transgender, and the transgender involves changing your your genes, because Genesis is genes is. So changing your genes, not being part of Christ anymore. This is the prophecies of Daniel, where he talks about the iron and the clay. The abomination of desolation which takes place in the right wing of the temple, since we are the temple of God, this will be your right arm, okay? Accepting changes. It's like a liquid nanotechnology stuff, yeah? But it's also parasitic. So, hmm. transgenders is about going from not being from being human to something different. And so this, the transgender movement is mocking God because after the flood of Noah, God gave us a rainbow as a symbol that he would never flood the earth again as a covenant with, the, with us. So Noah, and there was only eight people safe from uh, the previous, Deluge. <laughs> okay. When God killed all the giants. Only eight people on the, on the boat of the ark. The ark. Okay. Uh, so it was Noah and his wife and the three sons and their wives. Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Okay. And we're told that we are to compare this also to the end days. That's why it's important to do things God's way. Because we, when we were rescued from Egypt, we were given the laws. Moses stood on one mountain. All of us stood on the other side of the mountain. And he rehashed and rehearsed all of the laws, all the blessings and all the curses. And if we didn't follow God, we would come under all the curses. And as he rehearsed these to us, We all said, Amen. So because our families, our our previous generations, disobeyed God, we've come under the curses. And that's where we are now. And the only way out of it is to seek the Lord. That's another reason why Jesus came here, so we don't have to go down the priest road of seeing a church and a priest. Yeah, because those days are over. We've got a head priest and his name's Jesus. Don't need any other priests. You see, it's meant you're meant to have a one-to-one with God at a one-to-one level. You're not meant to have a relationship with God through a third party. It's so important because God wants to know you at a one-to-one level. He wants you to talk to him like I'm talking to you now. Yeah. About everything. <coughs> I mean it. Don't be frightened. Don't be frightened. God loves you so much. Obviously, don't shout at God. Don't disrespect God. But just talk to God. Um, you won't always hear answers, but you'll get messages through songs and lots of different things. You will get the answers. God is very mysterious and majestic. It's very, very interesting, very fascinating. You know, when you date someone and they're just so mysterious and interesting, God is like that, but even a hundred a million times more interesting, much more fun and exciting. So, the reason I bring this up with the transgenders and the priestesses of Baal is that the priestesses of Baal and the Eshtarah worship, uh, they were men dressed as women just like we've got today isn't that interesting in Deuteronomy 23 colon 1 which strictly prohibits gender bending it says no one who is emasculated or has his male organ cut off shall enter the assembly of the Lord ancient Baal worship included orgies ritual prostitution both gay and straight transsexual behavior and child sacrifice when you read about what really went on in a pagan temple, you understand why God commanded Israel to stay far away from those practices the Lord described as an abomination, as abominations. Notice also Daniel refers to it as an abomination of desolation. Yeah. Um, so that's like the final end. This is like damnation. Damn the nation. So these are the days that we're in at the moment. You can also see Leviticus 18.22 about this. Jeremiah 30.6. Ask and see, can a man bear a child? Then why do I see every strong man with his hands on his stomach like a woman in labor? Every face turned pale. Turned deathly pale. So, in this, Jeremiah is describing what we have today. Got women who've changed their sex and now they are a man, but they decide that they want to have a child. So they look like a man and they've got a big belly. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. So, this is what we've got going on now. I never thought I'd see the day, but here we are. Hmm say hello Gary, Gary my cat says hi, thank you, say hi, yes he looks like a white lion, rightio then, mm. the last days like Sodom, in the Bible Sodom is often used as a standard picture and example of both man's sin and God's judgment in Isaiah 1 colon 9 and many other verses 23, uh, Jeremiah twenty three fourteen, Lamentations, Amos, so many. Sodom and Gomorrah are used as the classic example of when man's sins against God reaches its fullness, making him ripe for judgment. God is saying that if he judge Sodom and Gomorrah for their sin, he will also surely judge all those given over to sin. In Jeremiah 23:14 I have seen the horrible thing in the prophets of Jerusalem. They commit adultery and walk in lies. They also strengthen the hands of evildoers, calling sin good, CSI 5:20, so that no one turns back from his wickedness. All of them are like Sodom to me, and her inhabitants like Gomorrah. In Matthew 10, colon 15, Assuredly, I say to you, it will be more tolerable for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. Matthew 11, 23-24 You, Capernaum, who are exalted to heaven, will be brought down to Hades. For if the mighty works which were done in you had been done in Sodom, it would have remained until this day. But I say to you that it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom in the day of judgment than for you. (sighs) So we get an example here with what sort of judgment we can expect from all of this. Um, But also God's mercy always comes before judgment. He does not want to judge, but justice requires that he has to. He loves man and shows as much mercy as possible to anyone ready to receive it. However, before his judgment falls in his long suffering, he delays his judgment and extends his mercy to sinners, giving them the opportunity to repent and be saved. Before the flood fell, Noah preached to his generation for 120 years warning of the coming judgment and pointing to the way of salvation as in the ark. Likewise, in the years before the judgment of the sinful cities of the plain, God showed mercy to them by dramatically rescuing them from total defeat and destruction. By the hands of Abraham, his 300 men in Genesis 14, this was a witness to them to the power of saving grace of the god of abraham for he gave glory to god moreover lot was well known in sodom and for warning them about the sinning in genesis 19 7 to 9 and also see 2 peter 2 7 to 8 he would have given them a witness moreover he gave a final opportunity to his sons-in-law and possibly others he knew as well god gives man every chance to repent And be saved before judging. This is the principle of God's mercy coming before his judgment. Before he moves in judgment, he always provides a chance to be saved and so be delivered from and escape the coming judgment. God is love-suffering towards you, so you may repent and be saved. Salvation. Those who trust in God are saved, and so they are not under the judgment of God. This means that God will always provide an escape for them. When judgment falls, He delivers them from judgment. Thus God provided the ark for Noah just before before the flood fell. God causes Noah to enter the ark where he was safe from the judgment. He was lifted up above it. Likewise, God sent His angels to rescue Lot from Sodom just before judgment fell. They pulled him out of the judgment zone so that he escaped and was delivered from all judgment. You too can escape the coming time of tribulation and fiery judgment if you will accept God's offer of mercy and salvation that he offers you through his Son, Jesus Christ. Receive him before it is too late. I'm talking to you people who did this to me as well. I know you listened to me those people who have tried to destroy me. The Lord showed me who you are and what you tried to do to me. He showed me all your plans and there is still opportunity for you to seek the Lord and repent before the judgment of the Lord comes upon you. The rescue and the salvation of Lot just before judgment fell upon Sodom is a major and important element of the story. Genesis 19, 29. When God destroyed the cities of the plain, He remembered Abraham and sent Lot out in the midst of the overthrow, when He overthrew the cities in which Lot had dwelt. We have seen how God has revealed to us how He will act in the judgment. And so in salvation he will surely judge the wicked and just as surely he will deliver and save the righteous from judgment removing them to safety before the judgment falls in 2 peter 2 colon 7 to 9 god delivered righteous lot vexed and filthy lifestyle of the wicked we don't want to come under the wrath of god so this Illustration of Sodom and Gomorrah. Because you're understanding, if you follow sinful ways and support all of this, then you'll come under the same judgment. So I went to Asda uh, the other day, and while I was there, was a lady wearing a pink shirt. I said, "Oh, it's very nice." I said, "I like your pink shirt. It's a really lovely pink." Huh? And she said, "Oh yes, it's Pride. We're celebrating Pride." <laughs> I said, oh, see so celebrating Satan, actually. I said, uh, do you believe in God? She went, no, not really. I said, well, God's real. And by you doing this, you're following Satan. You're gonna come under God's judgment. But they don't wanna hear. But God lets them decide what they want to believe. All we can do is call to them. And it's tricky because um You know, when you shine the light, you come under attack sometimes as well. So I've discovered. Hmm. So as it was in the days of Noah, so it will be in the days of the Son of Man. They ate, they drank, they married wives. They were given in marriage until the day of Noah entering the ark. And the flood came and destroyed them all. You see, before the judgment of the flood of Noah, people were carrying on as normal, living, living their materialistic lives, ignoring God. And it was full of violence, immorality, occultism, just as it is today. So we have to really look at where we are. Got to realize that we got to do things as God says, my way, my way. Mm. So and it tells us in Matthew also the same as the days of Noah were. So also will be the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day of Noah entered the ark. And they did not know until the flood came and took them away. So also with the coming of Son of Man being. Then two men will be in the field, one will be taken to be with the Lord, in brackets. And the other left, to go to the judgment tribulation. Two women will be grinding the mill. One will be taken and the other left. Watch therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming before he releases judgment upon the world. He will first come. As a thief in the night, his own valuables, I believe, he will rescue. Hmm. In Luke 21, colon 34 to 36, take heed to yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with carousing, drunkenness, and cares of this life, and that day come upon you unexpectedly, for it will come as a snare on all those who dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch therefore and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man." We are in those final days. We are seeing everything that was prophesied. Um, I keep getting from the Lord, it's the final countdown. Um, so I think this is really close to the end. I think we've got maybe less than a year before everything kicks off. I mean, I don't know, but, you know, I don't think we've got long at all, you know, just going from what our, our, my feelings are. Uh, usually my feelings are pretty accurate, but who's to know? Also, in Daniel, 70 weeks... Um, It also talks about the same time, and all of these things are about to unfold. The iron, of course, is mixing with the clay, which is us. Now, the iron is um, the graphene. Yeah, it's very interesting, it is. It's like nanotech, yeah. Now, we've also got the iron lady, another name for the queen. Um, And she's only just died. Did she really die? How many people are real in the world? Have all the real people um, run into the bases? Is that why we keep seeing holograms on the TV? Is that why we keep seeing people with funny masks that are like plastic and they move around on their faces? I don't know, we got to ask these questions. Hmm. Now, my next heading is rescued from Egypt. When we got rescued from Egypt, God heard us from heaven and we were crying because we were slaves for 400 years and the Lord said that was a long time. And he felt sorry for us and he heard us and he came and rescued us through Moses. When Moses uh, rescued us, we went round the wilderness for 40 years. But in this process we grumbled. All our people grumbled and grumbled. And the people, its I mean, I've actually highlighted it in my Bible, grumble, 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 because God gets so angry about it. And they said to Moses, oh, why did you even rescue us from Egypt? It would have been better if we stayed in Egypt. At least we had our cheese and our olives and our wine and all that stuff, yeah, and our luxuries. Now we're in the desert, we haven't even got water to eat, no meat, and it's so boring. Yeah. So, because of that, God destroyed that generation and said only that the descendants of that generation would be the inheritors of the land. So, very interesting it is. My next heading is Nothing else matters. Remember, Also, there's nothing else that matters but your relationship with Christ. The Bible says to be ready, as in read why, and you can't live on bread alone. Be read, read the Bible, be read. The gospel has to be preached to all the nations, the ghost spell, the word. Um, And no one else can do this for you, only you can do it for yourself. And we haven't got long and when the door closes it'll be closed and there won't be any going back apparently only a few of us make it we have to ask god and pray that we are worthy to make it through it'd be so frustrating to think you're gonna make it and not like it guys we can't afford to get this wrong uh for once the door's closed it'll be too late. I believe the Lord will switch a switch, the Bible will close, and the hive mind of Satan will take full effect. And uh, the Antichrist, which is a spirit, will rule from the temple, which is inside the minds of Satan's children, if they haven't repented and sought the Lord for receiving the mark of the beast. All those that have received the mark of the beasts, they go in the lake of fire. This is where the division is, I believe, happening now with the harvest. Also, you notice the people who have had the jibby jab, they do a little twirl, don't they, when they see something and and they, they put their hand in the air and they do a little twirl. That's because they're seeing the grim reaper. It's everything in the Bible. Everything the Bible said is happening now. This is testimony to how real God is. Uh, My next heading is Born Again. In John 3, you must be born again. Now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you're a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs. THAT YOU DO UNLESS GOD IS WITH HIM. JESUS ANSWERED HIM, TRULY, TRULY, I SAY TO YOU, UNLESS ONE IS BORN AGAIN, HE CANNOT SEE THE KINGDOM OF GOD. NICODEMUS SAID TO HIM, HOW CAN A MAN BE BORN WHEN HE IS OLD? HOW CAN HE ENTER A SECOND TIME INTO HIS MOTHER'S WOMB AND BE BORN? JESUS ANSWERED, TRULY, TRULY, I SAY TO YOU, UNLESS ONE IS BORN OF WATER AND SPIRIT, HE CANNOT ENTER THE KINGDOM OF GOD. THAT WHICH IS BORN OF THE FLESH IS FLESH, that whoever believes in Him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world... Hmm. Let me read it properly. Yes. For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through Him. Whoever believes in Him is not condemned... But whoever does not believe is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And this is the judgment. The light has come into the world, and the people love the darkness rather than the light, because their works were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light, and does not come to the light, lest his works be exposed. But whoever does what is true comes to the light, so that it may be clearly seen that his works have been carried out in God. My next heading is good fruit and bad fruit, but there's also quite a few other bits I wanted to cover, so I'm just going to read you all of Matthew 7. Judging others is really good, and then we've got ask, seek, and knock, and we've got the narrow gates as well. So do not judge, or you too will be judged, for in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look to the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, when all the time there is a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take the plank out of your own eye and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Do not give dogs what is sacred. Do not throw your pearls to pigs. If you do, they may trample them under their feet and turn and tear you to pieces. Ask, seek, and knock. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake. If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? So in everything do to others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law of the prophets. The narrow gate and the wide gates. Enter through the narrow gate For wide is the gate, and broad is the road that lead to destruction, and many enter through it. But small is the gate, and narrow the road that leads to life, and only few find it. True and false prophets, watch out for the false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. By their fruit you will recognize them. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes? The streams rose, and the winds blew, and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. When Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowd were amazed at his teaching, because he taught as one who had authority, and not as their teachers of the law." Hmm. Beautiful, hey! My next heading is, Doing Things God's Way, The Law, The Wallet, and The Inheritance. So if you notice, wallet backwards is to tell the law. That's because if you tell the law, you hold the purse strings and the inheritance, which is the will of the father, and you have control of the inheritance and the money. So on the second day, they marched around the city once and returned to the camp. They did this for six days. In Joshua 6, colon 14, in the sixth chapter of the book of Joshua, we find that Joshua and the Israelites getting the experience of this truth firsthand as they encounter a problem of epic promotions, portions, a problem that showed up in the form of a massive wall preventing them from moving forward into their promised land. Jericho which was the battle that Joshua fought and he, I think it was one of his first things that he did I think it was the first thing he did after he took over from Moses And it was quite frightening you know taking charge of all the nations of Israel All the tribes and leading them only just taking over from Moses and he was young And shy and probably a little frightened um, And so you know, we have to make the same choices that the Israelites made. We, we've we got to choose to walk by faith, not by sight. In 2 Corinthians 5, colon 7, we take God at His word and hold fiercely to His promises. You know, this reminds me of what happens to me, you know, more things come against me and people come against me, the closer and the more fiercely I fight to stay with God and I cling on to Him even tighter than ever. And I want you to think that way as well. Yeah, In Hebrews 10, 23, God had promised Joshua that he would deliver Jericho, its king and army, into his hands in Joshua 6, 2. And that is exactly what he did when they marched around the city on the seventh day and gave their great shout with the blare of the trumpets. The walls fell down flat. The city was theirs for the taking. In Joshua 6.20, their victory never hinged on their ability or any of their well-thought-out plans. It was solely dependent on their unwavering... Let's get to the next page. (laughs) (laughs) Obedience. Um, About their unwavering obedience offered to a loving and mighty God. Lord, I confess that... At times my heart feels discouraged when I don't see immediate results for my steps of obedience. Thank you for reminding me today that just because I can't see you moving doesn't mean you aren't moving. Thank you for the good plans that you have for me and my life. Thank you for always leading me towards victory, happiness and joy and peace and love. Please help me to be pleasing to you in your sight. Every day, direct my paths and my steps and straighten the crooked path before me. Let me always choose your way above my own way and put you first. Next heading, truth for today. Proverbs 3, 5-6 to Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. Ephesians 6, 12 Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honour your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may go well with you, and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. Fathers do not exasperate your children, instead bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Slaves obey your earthly masters with respect and fear, and with sincerity of hearts just as you would obey Christ. Obey them not only to win their favor when their eye is upon you, but as slaves of Christ, doing the will of God from your hearts. Serve wholeheartedly as if you were serving the Lord, not people, because you know that the Lord will reward each one for whatever good they do, whether they are slave or free. And masters, treat your slaves in the same way. Do not threaten them since you know that he who is both their master and yours is in heaven and there is no favoritism with him. Next heading here is the armor of God. This is still Ephesians 6. Finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can finally take your stand against the devil's schemes. that whenever I speak, words may be given to me, that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should. My next heading is God knows everything. Let us praise his holy name. He is in control of everything. There is a big division of people going on at the moment, the light and the darkness, the people who follow Christ and the people who follow Satan. Uh those people who follow the darkness and death are so ill, they're ill in their mind and in their spirit and their soul. Satan eats the soil which is so ill, which we return to we become the soil when we die, so it's part of death. So if you've got an illness, I strongly recommend that you seek the Lord and repent of all your sins. If there's maybe something that's happened in your generations of family, there might be an illness or something related to a generational curse, I ask that you pray to the Lord and ask Him to lift any generational curses on you and your family. Also, remember that nurses are actually omens as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. And when you listen to the Psalms of David, it's pretty evident that David is begging the Lord to listen to his prayers, hear him, please, crying to God, please hear me, please listen, my friends and my family, everyone's turned against me, I've got nobody. So this is just a reminder. So I really recommend listening to the Psalms on YouTube, and you'll really hear most of them are pleading and begging the Lord to to, to help and also praising the Lord for giving victory. (laughs) So beautiful it is. Now, you know, with that Tom Cruise, Cameron Diaz, uh, they do this film, you're either with me or against me. You're either with me or against me. With me or against me. With me or against me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's like that with the Lord. You've got to choose the Lord. Also, just a reminder, don't celebrate pagan festivals. Yeah, all of these festivals are Satan worship. Christmas, Easter, Mother's Day, Father's Day, Valentine's Day, all of them are evil. Even the 4th of July, which is Independence Day, away from God. Napoleon is a Apollyon, which is the Statue of Liberty. 4th of July, 1776, it's on the dollar bill, and it's all about Satan deceiving the nations. We're not slaves to Satan anymore we've been released from slavery to death we are slaves to Jesus Christ instead because whoever we follow we are slaves to them yeah so we'd rather be slaves in truth and love in sharing the gospel and the love of Christ and the light of Christ that others may also be saved and that all the demons will flee and be petrified of us It's a free gift from Jesus Christ of eternal life. Please accept it. If you're not sure, just redo the sinner's prayer with me. Do it every day. I do it every day. (sighs) Just to be sure. (laughs) You know, I'd rather just do my best to please God. Hmm. What stops the enemy? Scripture. Put it around your house put gospel music on, put the Bible on audio, play it in your car, play it in the house, praise the Lord, sing his praises, get on your knees, tell the Lord how much you love him, how much you trust him, how much you praise him, how thankful you are that he died for you. This will all get the enemy to flee. The enemy hates it when we give praise to the Lord. He really does. So beautiful it is. Hmm. Ah so what else have I got? Oh. Yeah, we are the church and we are the temple. So you know uh one Corinthians three sixteen, don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in your midst? One Corinthians six nineteen to twenty or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. And you were bought for a price. This is so important. Be on guard for yourselves and for all your flock among which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to shepherd the church of God which he preached with his own blood. Which he purchased with his own blood. (laughs) Beg your pardon. So, we've also got a duty. Yes, there seems to be some confusion about what you're allowed to do. Once you're saved, you're meant to preach the gospel and try and save others so that they can also receive the free gift. You don't need any qualifications to tell people about Christ and lead them to Christ. Yes. You don't also need qualifications from man to preach the gospel. Yes. The Lord that chooses his people to do the work of the Lord. In Ephesians 2 10, we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. So everything that God has ordained for you was prepared before you were even formed in your parents, your mother's womb. Isn't that amazing? So God decided what color hair you'd have, how big your fingers and feet would be what color your eyes would be, you know, everything, all your little personality quirks, the way you twist your mouth when you smile and all those sort of things. Everything about you is beautifully made by the Lord, and the Lord loves you. There's no man that can pluck you out of God's hand, and perhaps you were born for such a time as this it tells me in Esther. I believe everything that happens is for a reason. Sometimes you can't see it, but it has happened for a reason. God has to shut doors to open doors, and before He can promote you, He has to test you. (laughs) I really don't think we've got very long. I don't. And for this reason... I strongly recommend, please, please, please seek the Lord with all your heart while you can. There's many people who mock and scoff at God. I'm talking to you too. You know that God is real. It's better to be on God's team than against God. Remember that if you're a child of God, those people who come against you, Of fighting not just you, but God as well. Mm -hmm. And God is mighty to save in all of the situations that we encounter. Yeah, He is. He has been for me as well. So amazing, He's been. My best friend. My best friend in the world. My father. My husband. My best friend. And anyone can have this relationship. Just talk to God. Hmm. Just talk to Him. It's like I'm talking to you now. Pour your heart out. Don't feel embarrassed. Don't feel scared. Don't feel shy. God knows everything about you anyway. He knows all the private things about you. It doesn't matter what you try and conceal. God can see inside your head and your heart. All the things... Even the evil things that you thought. That's why it's important to say, seek the, the Lord with it. And seek to be pleasing to Him. Because God is the only one who can fix us. He is. If you're under attack, I also want you to remember that this is all part of what's happening. Don't take anything personally. Um, don't give it any attention it's It's actually a bit like treating it like a business huh. and detaching emotionally from any attack, otherwise you get hurt. um and I've noticed like some people get really angry, you know when bad things happen and they shout and scream, it'll be dumb and all that stuff, but it's not gonna help you. It just feeds the enemy and it feeds on a negative vibration it does. So, I found that seeking the Lord is the only way. Hmm. Don't give your energy to anyone else, just God. Because He's got mighty plans for us. And He loves us. That's why we're called Israel. Because we're real, part of the truth. Because anything that's not the truth is a lie, it doesn't exist. Um, Satan is king of the air. Lights, camera, action, stage, not real. Um, this time and age has to come to an end. Air, time, space, and matter. Since Satan is king of the air, then this time has to come to an end. So, we can look forward to the, the ruling of our king, our king of kings, finally. We can rest in peace that we are only temporarily uh, residents here. Don't be obsessed with material gains and worldly things. here. Yeah? because where your heart is, there you will also be. Yeah, where you are, your heart will also be. So if you put all your energy into this world, then it shows that your heart's in it. Don't let your heart be consumed by this world. Hmm. Remember that we lay our treasures in heaven. That's where our treasures go. (laughs) Where moth and thief cannot steal. That's so beautiful, I think, from the Lord. So, let's close with a sinner's prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that you came to earth and died on the cross for my sins. I beg forgiveness for my sins. I wish to follow you. I believe you are the Son of God and I know I am a sinner. Please forgive me in Jesus' mighty name. I am washed clean by the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for saving a wretch like me. I cast out all demons, hexes, curses, witchcraft, Satan and his cronies in the name of Jesus. And if my family have followed pagans, witchcraft, satanism, freemasons or the masons or any tarot readers, Ouija boards or pagan festivals, I ask that you release me and my family from any generational curses and break those chains in the name of Jesus. I am saved by the blood of Jesus Christ. I serve an amazing God. He is my father, he is my God and I am his child. And I thank you, Jesus, for everything you've done for me. I ask that you walk before me in all my steps. I may be pleasing to you and not be an embarrassment. Please direct my steps and my pathways. Straighten the crooked way and frighten all my enemies and all the evil spiritual forces. Let them be petrified and flee and be scattered. Let no weapon form against me, prosper, as it tells me in Isaiah 54 17. God is our refuge and strength, the very present help in trouble. Psalm 46 1. I thank you for being my salvation. Please provide all the finances uh, I need, accommodation, food, family, support, uh, driving, work, all of those things that I need. You already know what I need, so I just put it with you and I trust in you to give me peace and joy in my heart, mind, and spirit, and soul, that I will trust in you and put you as number one, that I may be pleasing to you in all that I do while I'm on earth serving you. Love you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. It's from God FM. You can find us on Podbean, Spotify, Amazon, Samsung, Chrome, YouTube, Bitshoot for videos, um, Telegram for videos, FM Media, um, YouTube, Bitshoot, Rumble. So we've got quite a lot of videos now that we do. Um, for audio, Podbean's really good, Spotify's really good, um, and so you can find us on all those as well. If you wish to email me, please do admin at godfm.org.uk. Uh, it's Ayesha from Godfm, Child of the Most High. Love you all in Christ. In Jesus' mighty name, have a great day. Take care.